Welcome back to another episode of the Banging and Clanging Sports Podcast. That's right. Special Christmas episode. I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. And as always, we are your gracious Santa Claus helpers of this amazing podcast, Crossbones uh, here, whose arms are strong enough to carry every single present on Santa Claus's sleigh. Allegedly. Allegedly. And I am Blake Beretta, and I'm the ones who tamed the reindeers during the holidays. <laughs> there we go. There we there. go. And happy, uh, Merry Christmas to you, Crossbones. Merry Christmas to you as well. How, how did it go? How was it? It was good. Not too crazy, but, you know, just, getting, just sending out pet presents and you make sure the family got their presents. Got some, I got a bunch of gift cards now from clients, the family members. It was a good one. Not too crazy, but kind of relaxed a little bit. What about yours? Feel like I gave away everything. <laughs> I, gave, I gave I gave away a lot of presents this year. A lot of presents going out. A lot of oh stuff getting a lot of stuff getting dispersed uh, to the to the community. But it was good. Feels feels good. Feels good to uh, to go ahead and do that. So it was a very very Santa merry Christmas indeed. Hmm. I feel like you're Santa Claus now. You're saying that. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like I feel like I, I I am. I was very I was in a very giving mood this uh this Christmas. Ah, just wait till you see the gift I got you. You need it on leg day. You're going to love it. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. It, there, there's never a shortage of things that, that will help out with leg day. So anything to help out with leg day, I am more than up for. That's right. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm going to just should wait, make you wait until I show it to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I was going to say, so every year it just seems like Christmas gets here faster and faster. Um I didn't have any time to I, I have Christmas movies that I like to watch. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't get a chance to hardly watch any of them. Oh. Uh because it just got it just felt like it got on us so fast. Um did you have did you get a chance to check out any Christmas movies you want to tell the people about? Uh because I always do my yearly one. My favorite one I like to start over with is Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's turbo time. My number one favorite. I was able to watch that one. Wasn't able to finish the Christmas story because so much stuff was going on in Christmas. Uh, and I was able to watch at least the Hawkeye ending. At least I got to watch that on Christmas. Yeah, the Hawkeye show was great. I, I think they did a very uh, good job of putting that show together. Mm-hmm. Uh, great very- stunt. Yeah, great stunt work. Great fight scenes. And uh, just kind of keeping the tradition of the MCU going. That's um, right. And it's just amazing how they can hark back to things that happened in the past and use them in their present present storylines. That's right. And this was perfect. It was like it was like Christmas series because it's based around Christmas. So perfect time to watch it. And a few and a, a, a few uh, guy who taught me stunts. Um, the guy who taught me the fight scenes. And he was an Iron Fist too. He's also one of the stunt people in the fight scenes in the ice rink where they got shot by arrows. Oh yeah. Um... And Caitlin from uh, from Crunch is, uh, she's Maya's uh, stunt person, or one of one of many. She, I think Maya has like three or four stunt people, but she's one of them. There was a backup stunt people just in case one gets hurt. Yeah, you got you got this. Very dangerous. Very oh, dangerous. I learned that very hardly in the hard way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so let's get into some wrestling. Uh, since we've been gone, we've actually we haven't done a podcast since uh, December. December seventh, as it turns oh out. God. So, so we're very, very far behind. 
Um, and, and there's no way we could possibly catch up on everything. You've been no. watching. You know what's going on uh, right. in, in the world of wrestling. All we can do is give you some of our opinions and our takes on what has been going on. That's uh, right. We'll start with AEW. Now, AEW, um, they just had a Christmas. It was a Christmas bash or Christmas something yesterday. I know, but, Rampage. Rampage, Rampage. I forgot anyway, that was too. I saw it on, I saw the highlights on the on YouTube. I was like, what? It was a Christmas special. I didn't know. But I saw two, Cody won the TNT title though. Two parts. Two parts. They did half of it on uh Thursday or their or whatever the normal day that they have it. So it was Tuesday. Ah uh, yeah. yes. Rampage is on Friday though, I think. Rampage Friday and Wednesday Wednesday is the regular dynamite. Right. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So something like that, or maybe they did half an hour on Friday. But I caught, I caught bits and pieces of it. Um, but yeah, Cody, Cody winning the uh, the TNT Championship for the third time. He's a three time TNT champion. That's right, three time TNT champion. I was like, I was surprised he was going to win that top. I thought he was going to let it go and other people, you know, have the turn with it. But now Cody's back with the TNT title. And I was like. Who is he going to face now? That's what I'm going to wonder. Who's going to come up on the on the ranks? And that is where we get to this dude called Hook. That is the that is that yeah that is the star player right there, <laughs> Taz's son, ladies and gentlemen. Let's say that. Now, as hard as it is for per- for people to get notoriety in this business and get the crowd behind you to get all these good things going in your favor, he has it. Scott, that's right. Already. That's right, because Hook is like, you know, like, people didn't know who he was. Like, oh, that's Taz's son. When he first debuted, nobody, you know, it's like, all right, he looks like a mean UFC fighter. But that guy has a jiu-jitsu background, wrestling background. He has all that. Like, he showed he was, he's able to go in that ring. He's, he, he like, that is, that, that's like a, that's a blue chipper right there. I have to say my JR's voice. That guy has the total package. Of course, he doesn't have any jacked up a muscular, like some people said, like, oh, why don't he have a lot of muscle? Who cares? That guy, that kid is amazing in the ring. He could grapple. He could throw with the big, big man. He could do it all. I would say that's kind of like when, when you look at the two companies, when you look at WWE and you look at AEW, those jacked, WWE is more jacked up muscle guys. Period. Yeah. That, that, is, that, is their, that is their realm. That is their domain. That's what they do. Yeah. Uh, where AEW, you do have more people who look normal, more conventional, just like like human beings, you know. Yeah. Uh, Hook, Hook just looks like somebody that you see like a UFC gym. He's built like a UFC fighter. Exactly. That's what he is. He, he's like a UFC fighter. He's, not a, he's a stiff, strong style kind of fighter. Of course, like, look who trained him. His dad, Taz, who's a, you know, stiff, strong style type of wrestler, too. Yeah, and Hook is uh, 2-0. and uh, First match was, uh, was Fugo Del Sol, I want to say. Uh, mm-hmm. He won that match. I forget the the guy that he wrestled on uh, Saturday has a lot of names. I can't. I don't know what they call him in AEW. But it's he the beat big him. guy. He wrestled. You mean? Yeah, the big, the bigger guy. I forgot yeah. his name too. The big guy, but yeah. Can <laughs> yeah. So he went to uh, to two and zero, which right. is which is pretty crazy for somebody who's just uh, just starting out. But yeah, the second I said, I mean, I'd been as you as we all have. You know, you follow Team Taz. You know, Team Taz has been in and out, you know, up and down. And you've seen mm-hmm. the people have come through. You know, the um, Hobbs and yep. and Taz and Hook and I forget the other guy's name. Uh, uh, it's not Brian Cage is gone yeah. now, but the the Latin guy. 
Yes, yeah. I forgot his name. I always forget his this guy's name. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks, that's the guy. Yeah, he, he's actually – I posted somebody on our Instagram – a picture of an Instagram where he was a security officer uh, on a WWE show uh, back in Roman Reigns. I, rem- um, I saw that picture. I remember that. I can kind of believe all those guys are now in AEW now. Yeah. No, AEW – a lot of these guys are fortunate that AEW did um, appear – when it did, because it does give you an alternative uh, to, to go and wrestle. But with uh, with Team Taz and just the building up of that group and kind of the building of that faction is pretty cool. But also we're going to get into another faction uh, that also has has resurfaced, and that is the, the faction of Adam Cole. Oh, yes. The, well, we, I can't, I can't we say – we can't say the undisputed era. I doubt it. We can't say that yet, but – we got Adam Cole, the leader, Bobby Fish, and his tag partner, Kyle, o- Kyle O'Reilly, is in AEW. All they're missing is Roger Strong to leave that 202 or whatever they call it now to come to AEW and forward to Undisputed Ever. That's what they're missing. That's all they're missing right there. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think that was too much of a shock no. um, that, that his contract expired. He let it expire, um, didn't resign. And then immediately can go to wrestle wherever he wanted, wanted to right. go, and that was to that was to AEW and rejoin Bobby Fish was under was Bobby Fish let go or did his contract expire? His contract expired, so did Johnny Gargano. They just let it go. Yeah. So so that is that is something interesting. Now the the one thing that I have noticed about AEW, they do have de- they are building a lot of depth in their in their roster. Because now mm-hmm. you have enough people where you could do things where, where you're not going to do the WWE thing where you're going to repeat the matches over and over again. You are going yeah. to be able to do some different things and put together some different matchups that haven't been seen um, on, tel- on on TV. Exactly. Like, look, look what we saw with Adam Cole. Like, you know, like, like we said, we'll go back to Kyle O'Reilly. Like, um, already a story in place for him. So you just drop him in there. He's perfect in there. And you got the Young Bucks coming there. And Adam Cole is like stuck between two ex-girlfriend, two, two well, his ex-girlfriend and his new girlfriend is stuck between two of them saying, which team do I choose? And that could put a feud between the Young Bucks and Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly for, I guess, in the hand of Adam Cole, we could say. Yeah, yeah. Where, where, where is Adam Cole's allegiance to? Where is his, uh, who is, I mean, but with the, with the super elite, who's, Adam Cole's pretty much the leader now that, you know, Omega's on the on the shelf for a while. Yep. Omega got three surgeries he got to get done. He's going to be gone for a while. And, yeah, it's like, Adam, like, you know, you're pretty much going to be taking the reins if the Bucks don't want to do it. or But it's like, who do your allegiance lie? Do you guys join forces or do your own thing? See, that's – and they put a twist, like, they don't know what's going to happen. So, new storyline just developed right there. Yeah. Um, and then we also have uh, – which is a pretty, pretty cool thing. I still, you know, the thing that always shows me, throws me as I'm listening to, as I'm watching these shows, is the cursing. Because, you know, you're just not used to it. You're, I mean, you could, you could say damn and a couple other things. But, yeah, they go all out. I mean, on, on yeah. AEW, you can pretty much say whatever you want to. Yeah, that's the only thing I don't like about AEW. It's, like, too much cursing. Like, I, it has a certain extent to do it. Like, make it mean. mean don't just say the F-bomb or the B-word just because. Just, Make it mean something where you're like so angry at some point where you, it comes out. But if you constantly say it over and over again, just because it's kind of gets kind of, uh, I don't know how to put it, like, uh, 
um, sloppy in a way because it's like less classy. I want to say like kind of something like that. MJF takes full advantage of his ability to say anything every single time that he gets an opportunity to. Oh yeah, he will. I'm not a big fan of all the cursing, but he will do it because they give him the platform to do it. Unless he goes above and beyond over the line, then they're going to say, hey, you can't do that. Stop it. <laughs> oh. So, as uh, yeah, that's that's another one we're going to get into. So, also a thing that I, I would never thought I would see would be Sting tagging with CM Punk. Oh, yes, and Punk dressed like the 1990s Sting from the Blade Runners. Sting yeah. is 62 years old. Yeah, which is incredible. 62 years old and still out there wrestling. How old were you when you first saw Sting? <laughs> um, let's see. That would probably be like like 89 or 90. So I was like eight. I was like eight when I first saw Sting. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. I, I remember Sting. Well, you know, I, I wasn't born that time, but I was like saying like Sting that time. I remember him when he was the crow. In WCW, that's when I started oh, watching wrestling. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Sting is, uh, Sting was around like a long time. Like you gotta, you gotta remember, Sting and Stone Cold, uh, or Stone, yeah, Sting and Stone Cold, Steve Austin were both in WCW at one time. But he was, uh, he was, uh, he wasn't, he was, he was stunning Steve. He wasn't Stone Cold yet. He was stunning Steve. Yeah, stunning Steve. I forgot how you, everybody forget how long these guys have been around. It's like they feel like they were like, oh, they were just in there for like maybe 10 years, but these guys have been around like 30, 40 years, long time. Yeah. Uh, Stone Cold, I mean, yeah, he had been in WCW 10 years, 10, 12 years before he, before he went to w, WWE or WWF at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, yeah, yeah so, like you're saying. So to see Sting still out there doing it, and like I said, that that is. But so when I'm talking about how long Sting has been doing this, like I was in fifth grade watching Sting, and I'm forty, I'm forty something years old now. So that oh. is how that is how long Sting has been wrestling. Jeez, oh, I I wasn't around that time when Sting was first around wrestling. I was like probably like what elementary school when I first started watching Sting. <laughs> he was in he was in WCW days. Yeah, but but you know the thing too is he appeals to a, a very wide. Mm-hmm. audience because you know he does have the he, he's got people like me who've watched him he's got people like you who've watched him and now he's got yep. uh now he's got little kids or kids at the at the arenas who are watching it that have have no <laughs> that that are seeing him for the very first time that's right it reminds me of an old story with uh goldberg when uh goldberg called me a kid one time because um i kind of made goldberg feel old when he told me a story about wrestling that time and i told him i was like three or four years old at the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I made Gober feel very old that day. Yeah. It was a long time ago, but that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, or I just remember another story about Goldberg, just to tell you, I mean, when I was at Georgia, you know, he has a, he has a lot of those strength records. There's it, When you walk through the University of Georgia's football team, when you walk through their, their athletic building, you know, you have all these records of all these weightlifting things and i just remember asking somebody is like that is gold is like bill goldberg he's like that's not the same they're like yeah that that's it's the same goldberg it's the same bill goldberg. i didn't even know he went to george at the time i had no idea because the internet wasn't around in 1999 or 1998 i had no idea but yeah yeah no he is he has yeah. definitely been at it do you um, know the, so some of the lips he did 
not off the top of my head. I know there was like a I know there was like a five eighty five bench. Oh wow! That he had had, or like a five fifty five. There was a five at the beginning of it. I don't know if it's still there. Um, but but yeah, that was uh, well actually, if it is, there's nobody lifting like that right now anymore at uh, in in these uh, in in Georgia. Yeah, it's weird how football changed in, in, in nowadays. It's all banned. It's all banned. Yeah, less injuries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Less injuries, less uh, less damage to the soft tissue. So yeah, but uh, but I was gonna say so so you have Sting, you have Darby Allen, who's another dude who's come along, who's come on pretty strong, mm-hmm. um, uh, recently going against FTR and the oh. afore and the aforementioned my favorite uh, M- MJF. That's right, my favorite tag team. Even Ric Flair on his podcast, he loves FTR. They like the they like they like the young they like the new version of the Horsemen, of Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. Yeah, they are throwbacks, and I think that is a good niche for them to have because you know they're they're, they're they, you need people you need differentiation you need different types of wrestlers you need people with different things doing different different styles and they are they are they're kind of that classic you know cut off the ring you know we're gonna wrestle we're gonna wrestle like we did in the 80s type wrestler that's right it's like um they put like a good thing you rick flair talked about too he's saying like how they're able to work with anybody it could be like i work with the usos oh lucha uh what's they call um the lucha bros the lucha style is like, i could do that too they could mold their style to anything that was what make that was so awesome about them. That's another thing. That would be another great tag team match that we're not going to get. Uh, FTR versus the Usos. Well, we got replays from back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But I was going to say the Usos have gotten so much better, and FTR has also gotten so much better. Yeah, maybe one day if Vince offered them a lot of money, maybe they'll come back. But uh, we probably won't see them for a very long time. <laughs> no, no. And plus, I think that they're if you're happy at AEW, you probably work for less. Exactly. AEW gives you more freedom. Like you control your social network. You you get the money. You're you you're in the, if you're an independent contractor, you get to go work different places. And you know you keep the money you make. You make money off of social media. They let you keep it. So a lot of them stay with AEW. Yeah. Um. We also have this uh this TNT Women's Championship. Is that what they're calling it? Or the TBS Championship? I think it's a TBS one. The TBS Championship. Mm-hmm. Now, with this, we have uh, Ruby Soho, former uh, Ruby Riot. Yep. Uh, she looks like she's going to be the the leading candidate to get this. But on the other side, you have uh, what is her name? What is her name? Which one? I call her AEW Bianca Belair. Oh, Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. Yes. Who I'm guessing might will probably win this title. Yeah, it's, it's a toast because those two are highly, you know, likely to win. Both of them are because they're both over. And that's the only thing is like, that's the one you can't really hard. It's hard to predict that match. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's going to be at the first, uh, the first time that they go to, uh, to TBS starting uh, first of the year. Man, TBS got wrestling again. And people don't realize how long TBS has been around for wrestling. <laughs> yeah, since the beginning. That's right. I think I remember as a kid, they used to have a program besides wrestling. He's like, hey, weekend night, dinner, and a movie. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I that's do. how long I, that's how one thing I remember. That's how long it's been. <laughs> yeah, and on the West Coast, I mean, on the West Coast, because TBS was everywhere. That's how I got acquainted with Braves baseball because that's really? where they, 
Yeah, TBS was. I mean, they showed Braves games on the West Coast. That because uh, the guy, the guy who owned TBS, also owned the Braves for a little while. Oh, okay. I didn't know that part. <laughs> yeah, so he put his he put his baseball team on nationally throughout the world or throughout the United States at the time. So that's wow. yeah, that's how we got Braves base. That's why there's so many Braves fans across the nation because we all grew up watching TBS and Braves baseball. That's right. The Braves that we got Braves, we got wrestling. TBS been just, just like wrestling and the Braves been around for a long time, like TNT. I feel like TBS has TBS been around longer than TNT. Yes. I want to say. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They've yeah. been around longer. Yeah. Yeah. TNT. Yeah. TBS has been around like since the, since the, early, I want to say early 80s, like early cable. Like when cable television first started, TBS was one of the first, oh. first companies. Wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> that would be that old. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Thunder. We got Thunder. We used to have Thunder on that show. And now we got AEW. Is it a different name now? It, oh, it's still going to be Dynamite. I think it's still going to be Dynamite. Okay, still going to be Dynamite. Because I know they're moving it. Instead of TNT, it's going to be TBS now. So I know that's going to be the, the change up. Yeah. But, but no, I'm looking looking forward to it. Um, their roster is great. Mm-hmm. They've got great characters. Um, they've got great t- – I can't wait to see this. Uh, <laughs> oh, we haven't even talked about Hangman Page. Hangman Page going toe-to-toe with uh, Daniel Bryant. That is another epic match. They're gonna finally have a declared winner in that one. I always like. To, I always uh, my dream match is always see um, Hangman with Seth Rollins. I feel like they're like polar opposites of each other. Yeah. Will we get? Well, has Hang, Hangman has never even flirted with going to w, WWE. I'm guessing. Nah, he, he, he it's always been in people's mind, but a lot of wrestlers have turned that down because they know what happens when they go there. So. AEW, once that opened up, they were like, hey, all bets are in. We're going to AEW. Because yeah. he was a Ring of Honor guy for a long time at Independence. Yeah. So, as we have this um, this final or this match coming up, uh, time limit is also a thing uh, from, from old WCW days because those matches had time limits. Yes. Uh, Maybe they mean something now. <laughs> <laughs> Also, a WCW rule uh, that that no longer exists. Like, if you threw somebody over the top rope, it was a disqualification. When I first started wrestling, that's right, too. It's so funny how you brought it up because there's a Netflix show called Toys That Made Us, and they talk about wrestling toys and wrestling in Egypt. How it was like the first wrestling match was one that was in Egypt where people didn't slam each other; we just people wrestling around the ground. Then WCW, I think they were the ones that brought it. Oh no, it was before WCW. It was all black and white TV where they brought time limits in with gorgeous George and all of them were wrestling. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, no, no. They, they they do have some concepts that they they've brought back that have that have been pretty cool. But it is it's so much of a different presentation than WWE. It is a very different show. So I that's why I think they'll they'll both be able to exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's not a if you like if you like wrestling you'll you'll like both but some people i think AEW caters to a particular type of audience uh and they they'll do fine doing what they do and i also think that wwe also caters to a particular audience who who is loyal to them and will stay with them so i think there's room for both of them yeah there's a player because they both have different like aspects of wrestling like like how wcw WWE was that's that's who they were WWE got their own thing going 
And like how WCW was, they got their own thing. And now AEW got their own thing. So, you know, you guys should pick and choose which one you want to watch now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of which, well, let's touch on Ring of Honor. Uh, uh-huh. So Jonathan Gresham, who is also we, – we're, we're chock full of people here in Atlanta who wrestle. Chock full. Oh, they're, yeah. tons. they're tons. And uh, Jonathan Gresham is the final uh, ROH champion while they go on hiatus for That's right now. Right. Till April, maybe they get their funding back. It's so funny, <clears throat> Jonathan Gresham. When I first met him, I was not even a wrestler. I was just hanging around the training facility at that. It was a bad teacher that he had to back then. But Jonathan kind of, kind of had his little helped me out a little bit in the ring a little bit because I had no idea what I was doing. But it's cool to see him. Um, you know, have made the success he did. And back in the day, before he's Jonathan Gresham, I remember his nickname was Smurf when he first started wrestling, which is pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see the well I didn't I didn't know too much about him, but I do hear that he is regarded as one of the best technical wrestlers in the world. Oh yeah, because he's like after Daniel Bryan, Jonathan kind of took that um mantle ready because Bryan was just all he wanted was wrestle, 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 wrestle. Like he don't care about the fame. He don't he just want to wrestle. Right. Which that's in that's why he became like one of the top technical wrestlers in the world now. I know yeah. who who else could compete with him. Yeah. But he did get uh, some national attention uh, from the Sports Illustrated. Uh, they covered the final um, episode of ROH, which also had uh, some pretty interesting guests. That's right. Like uh, EC3 showed up. EC3 ripped up as ever. Braun Strowman. Braun, well, he can't. His real name is what? Adam? Is that his real name? Yeah, he's going by something. Titan. Titan, Titan. yes. Titan, that's his name. Titan. Titan. They will probably make him a Titan on the Titan games. Oh my God. He can't. He won't be able to move <laughs> when he comes back around. Yeah, I wanna, if he does, I want to face him because I could, I could go through the chicken coop faster than he would. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they pro- if you know, if he gets on there, they would probably design events just for him. Oh crap. Now I want, <laughs> they probably, they probably would. Like, they, they, they would, uh, they would, but but uh, we are, but he was, um, he was a big get for ROH. Yeah, but he's not, he wasn't signed to ROH. He, he's like, he's like freelance right now, like how EC3 is. Like, he could go anywhere he wants. Like, they brought him into ROH, he got that check, and he's like, all right, I show up and smash some, smash some bodies. He's probably EC3 fashion now. I do like the change the narrative, uh, story that, that EC3 does because it, one is very real, and two, I think EC3 has had so much experience in the uh, wrestling entertainment business that he's speaking from his heart every single time he gets up there and cuts a promo or puts a video mm-hmm. up. Exactly, like that control and everything is freaking amazing. Like even when he talks to you on Twitter or something, it's always in character, unless you you know are close to him. But he'll talk to you in character, like the like that control your narrative faction and group, and it's like that. What is it called? His his matches that he do is more like how WWE did during the pandemic. That cinematic matches, cinematic. Yep. Those uh, and uh, we have the uh, oh Terminus. Terminus is an event that uh, I think I think John the Grocer is putting on maybe with some other wrestlers. He signed uh, Jay Lethal and a couple other wrestlers who are going to go to that show. Um, and that's here in Atlanta, Frog Street, uh, January 16th. Oh, I didn't know that was going on. 
Yes, yes. Um, I'm interested to see how it does, him putting on his own event, or um, maybe there's some other backers to it, but but I'm interested to see how, how that comes together. Yeah, because that's, that's a lot of money putting the show together, especially with big names. Yeah, yeah. And there's some other names. Uh, Jay Lethal is just the main one that sticks out. Yeah, those um, two are best friends now. So. Yeah. With uh, but has Lethal come back and done anything with AEW yet? Not yet, but since Ring of Honor's done, they just got to figure out what to do with him in AEW, so that he can put go go on anything right now. Maybe food yeah. you to Cody until Hook gets there. Yeah, that that would be interesting. That would be interesting for them to go toe to toe. There, like there, there are a whole lot of matches in AEW that that need to happen. Mm-hmm. That haven't happened yet, and you got somebody like like I was gonna say that um, the parallels, like Hook, his parallel in WWE is Dominic um, Mysterio. Dominic Mysterio, <laughs> and I do understand. See, WWE and and uh, AEW, they both want the younger audience. They both do. That be that's that's where the, that's where the potential to make more profits from your business come from. You have to get younger audience. And what do younger people want to see? They want to see somebody that looks like them doing wrestling. That's what yeah. they want. That, that, is, that is the future of that business is getting people who, who are younger in that demographic that they're trying to attract. Um, and that's why, Hook's, that's why Hook is such a sensation over there. And that is why Dominic has a job in WWE. Because his dad too. <laughs> yeah, because of his yeah, but you gotta you gotta you also gotta imagine how many people who are Dominic's age are that experienced and able to do what Dominic is able to do. That's true, not a lot, because he's been trained since he was a kid by his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just walk in and get get some nineteen year old, eighteen year old off the street or or but just because they don't have the experience, they wouldn't know what to do. But Dominic and Hook have been in it their entire lives. Because mm-hmm. and they got the right upbringing, like Dominic had Ray and Hook had Taz to keep him on the straight and narrow path. Like you, you know, like a nineteen or eighteen year old kid, you gave him a contract. They were whatever, like, oh, cool, we're gonna party and blow all this stuff up and ca- cause chaos because they're not me- mentally mature enough to handle that without having a uh, a guidance, like something to guide them through it. Which brings us to WWE and Austin Theory. Austin Theory, yes, he so far he. He did, he did one little bad thing, you know, a while back. He paid for it, but now he's on the main roster where Vince now took a liking to him. My pick. He's my pick to win the Royal Rumble. That is your pick to win the Rumble. I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even think of my picks yet for the Rumble yet. Yeah, that is uh, – he is my pick to win the Royal Rumble. Um, but like we were saying, it's part of their, their – their, they're, uh, they've used this term before, the youth movement. That's when they got rid of Hogan and they got rid of Macho and they went with Brett and they went with uh, and Sean. So they're, they're kind of doing their second version of the, of the youth mo- movement, putting Austin Theory up there, having him such a very prominent role. I don't know. Uh, see, here's, here's the thing, as, as you know, with, with WWE. Sometimes they'll just throw th- something out there and then they'll just say, we'll just figure it out when it happens. But we just want you out there. That's what they do. They just throw it out there, like, "Hey, we'll go. We plan as we go. So just do your thing." Yeah, and it, it we're going to get into day one. Uh, so Bobby Lashley's no longer a heel now. He's going to be a good guy. That's it's what we're looking. Weird. For. It, it, it looks weird because it's it looks like he's doing 
both now? It's like they put him healed, then he's baby face, then healed again. It's like he's like in the middle to me now. Now I love Bobby Lashley coming down there and destroying people. That yeah. that is something that is one of my favorite things, especially when he's beating up children. That is my favorite thing yeah. that Bobby Lashley has done <laughs> since he's been back. That is, I love that. Um, in fact, the, like I said, my other favorite thing is gauntlet matches. I love gauntlet matches, or I love elimination matches. When he had to fight all three of, of his opponents to get into the uh, to get into the match, I was like, go for it. That that is what you should be doing. You've had all this time off. You're rested. Go go for it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like pr- prove your worth. And he's like, I could prove my worth. I'm Bobby Lashley. And he, I like his. That's his old TNA gimmick coming back with MVPs. Like he's a, he's like the, he's like a, what is it? He's a, he's a monster. Like he's a wrecking machine. That's what he's supposed to be. Because look at the guy. He's a wrecking machine. He's a real fighter. He's going to demolish people. That's what he is. And he doesn't need to cut a promo because he's just a beast, like Brock Lesnar is. He need, he got someone to talk for him because he doesn't have to. Yeah, and on and on the other side of that. I'm thinking this maybe just a lack of faces on the side of Raw right now. Why they don't? Why he has to be a face? Um, and I also know, you know, because the amount of draw power that he has, if he's in this match, you know, you get more more eyes on it, and you have to have people. You have to have people in there who can get eyes on your, on your, uh, on your product. That's right. And Bobby could do it. Like, yeah, there's not a lot of baby faces there because Edge is doing his own thing with the Miz, so he's occupied. And who are you gonna put in there? Mysterio and Dominic, where Bobby's gonna demolish them again. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like I don't know who. What other baby faces are left to face him? It's not so, really. Any yeah, faces. and I do like Big E. Big E's awesome. He's doing he's doing a great job, and I'm hoping they don't take this title off of him because I think that that he there's so much more that he could do with that title, yeah. but, but I, I just have this feeling that, okay, maybe they want Biggie in the Royal Rumble. Maybe they, maybe they want him to do that. Uh, maybe they have something planned for him at WrestleMania. Maybe they'll, he'll have his, his, his comeback. But mm-hmm. I think that the reason why they turned Bobby face is to get him a shot or, or let him run with the title going into the Rumble. Yeah. I'm about to say like, if he doesn't win this, Bobby will be my pick to win the Rumble. That's my fifth saying. Yeah. Because if he doesn't win this one. Because um, I can already see maybe Seth Rollins turning on Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah, because they're both official heels, and you can't trust them both. Like, if they're going to take it off of E, they most likely would give it to Seth. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're going to go down the card a little bit. So you have RK Bro, which are they're, – they're still good. I don't think they have uh, – they, they don't think they have reached the breaking point yet. But but who's left for them to fight? Or is it just Otis and uh, Gable? Is that is that it? Well, they got the Street Profits there, and they got like like this. How wrestling is like Vince doesn't like tag teams, so he's not really focused on developing tag teams. But you need more tag teams for RK Bro to face besides Gable and Otis, and you got Street Profits, and you got the you got Bobby Roode and uh, Dolph. You could push them, and they could be a viable threat for uh, um, Orton um, RK Bro. Because AJ and Omos are done. They broke yeah. up, so that's done. But but what they are doing right now is having uh, the Dirty Dogs face off against the United States champion. That's right. Uh, Damian Priest is still champion. Yes, still champion. That's right. But I was like, the Dirty Dogs, they're a tag team. 
push them towards the tag tag because they look like a legitimate team. Yeah, they do. That's the thing. They, they, to me, they like the they they uh they are this generation Triple H and Sean. Yeah, they are, and they I think they need they they need more screen time, or they need a legitimate story, or they need to be they just need to be in a a, a feud feud a tag feud. That's what, only if Vince will allow that one. That's what we're all waiting waiting for. Like Vince, push these guys, give them in a feud. That'll be a perfect feud for RK Bros. Those two, that'd be perfect. Yeah. So, uh, and then also on Raw, we have this uh, this Becky Lynch Liv Morgan thing going on, which is uh, very interesting. That's right. I'm hoping Liv would take uh, take the title from Becky, but you know, so because Becky makes a lot of money for the company, I doubt it's going to happen. But Liv does have a little bit of that Kofi Mania thing for the women's division, so I would I wouldn't mind seeing her take the title and have it for you know at least a short period of time. Then Becky can win it back later. You know, kind of because, you know, Liv kind of been paying her dues there for a while, so give her a payoff. So I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I was going to say all the, the members of that uh, that initial that initial team, uh, Liv Morgan and uh, Ruby mm-hmm. and uh, who, who's the other? Oh, Mandy. Is Mandy the other one? On oh, the Riot Squad? Yeah, Riot Squad. Oh, it's uh, uh, Ru- Ruby Soho. Used to be uh, – uh, well, what's the name? Ruby Soho and um Liv, and Liv Morgan and what's her name? It's Paige. um Paige. That's Paige. It's one of the Viking Raiders ex uh is the Viking Raiders uh, oh, wife. Sarah Sarah Logan. Yeah, Sarah Logan. That's okay. right. I was gonna say they're all doing now. they're all doing well. Mandy was part of the other group. Yeah, Mandy's part of the Panama City Beach team with Paige. Yeah, and she is uh <laughs> Mandy, I I I mean give it up to Mandy. Mandy is the champ. She she is the the, the the NXT champion uh, at the moment. That's right. I think it's like you know she she did it on the main roster. Like you know, I I knew like on the main roster they were going to give her the title. So NXT, you know, she's a shoe in to win it. So that was yeah. perfect for her. Very talented, very talented. Mm-hmm. All right, so so that is a a wrap for Raw. Let's get over to SmackDown mm-hmm. and what is going on in the SmackDown universe. The uh, Paul Heyman broke up with his boyfriend Roman Reigns, and now he's heartbroken. <laughs> that that uh was one of the most well done turns that I have seen in wrestling in a long time. That is true. It's like because everyone was like surprised what Paul's gonna say because Roman was like, "Why are you protecting Brock from me?" And he's like, "Uh, my tribal chief, I'm not protecting Brock from you. I'm protecting you." From Brock Lesnar, it was like, oh, even the Usos was like, oh no, you shouldn't have said that. You betrayed him right there. You have no faith in your tribal chief, and you saw that come where he hugged him and gave him the kiss of death and said that you're fired and punched him in the face. They set it up, then they pull it back. They set it up, then they were pulling it back. They set it up one more time, and then they pulled it back. And then after they pulled it back that time, they looked up and they said, hey, you know. We're finally going to give it. So he's finally turned on Roman Reigns. He's not going back to Brock. That that was kind of the other thing he did in the interview. He said, I don't know if I'm going to start over or what I'm going to do, or do I go down to NXT and start start looking? I say, oh, this is perfect. This would be perfect. But the timing is off. The timing yep. is the timing is off to go down there and get Harland. That is. It's, it's timing is off right now because – now, like Paul said in the interview, it's like it's too late for me to go to NXT right now. I could go there, but it might be too late to start over. But yeah, the timing's off with him. They should have started with Paul a long time ago. Yeah, they screwed that if up. You, 
Yeah, because uh, you if you have Harlan ready to go as the uh, as the clone of Brock Lesnar, the the next next big thing ready to go. It's perfect to get him in there. You don't you just have him. You just bring him along the same. You just repeat the same thing you do with Brock. But Harlan's in his own storyline with uh, with whatever with the Gacy guy. What they're doing down there. So there's there's no and he's he's just not he just doesn't have the experience. I mean. Football Brock being a wrestler in college is different than somebody being a football player and coming into wrestling. Very oh yeah, different. way different, way way different. Yeah, very different skill set that he's having to learn. Exactly, because Brock already had that skills. Because if you're a former collegiate wrestler, it's easy to transition to WWE because it's wrestling. Wrestling is easy for the catch easier. Right. Right. Um, so we have set up Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at day one. Mm-hmm. That's the big main draw that people are pushing for. Yeah, and with with that match, there, there's two things I'm going to say if, that are going to happen. Either both the Usos and Roman Reigns win or neither of them win. It's an all or nothing deal. That's right. I feel like the Usos might take this one. Like, I mean, I mean, the Bloodline might take this one, but uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, either Roman beats Brock, or they're gonna find a way to swerve it and just get Roman disqualified, or something to keep Brock strong and not make Roman lose. They got unless they're gonna have Brock Roman lose and he goes into the Rumble, destroy everybody, and gets another title shot again. Yeah, I I don't see that. Yeah, I think that they're gonna stretch this out. I don't think they're going to to have the title change at the pay-per-view on a Saturday in Atlanta. I just don't think that's – I just don't think that's something that would happen. I think if that title change in ha- hands, it has to be at, like, WrestleMania. It has to yeah. be something, something like that. Plus the fact that he's trying to break CM Punk's uh, record for holding the belt. Yeah. They let the needle push up a shirt and everything because I guess they get in the Twitter feud. But Punk doesn't really care. So, <laughs> so, so I guess that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's trying to get there. Um, yeah. Then the tag team match, which we've seen every every even even our friend Will has pointed out that he's seen Usos in the New Day so many times. So yeah, many it's, times. it's been boring because it's like we see we love to see these guys wrestle, but we don't want to see it every single night because now you take away the. What is the, the glory of that match? It's like having pepperoni pizza every day. It gets boring. Like yeah. throw throw some pineapple on there. Make it make it zesty. It's like, yeah. come on. So with that match, we're gonna see it one more time. Title match um, at, at in Atlanta, um, the hometown of Xavier Woods, which means they are not going to win because he did <laughs> state that it was his hometown. Somebody else brought that to. To my attention, they were like, oh, uh, Xavier Wood said, I'm from Atlanta. I can't lose there. So he's going to lose. Yep. I wish he would have been be quiet for a day. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's good. They're going to lose that match, which, yeah. which, which I'm fine with. They will uh, enter the, the Royal Rumble and not have to defend the tag team titles at the Royal Rumble. So it'll be cool to get them both in there uh, with, with possibly, possibly Big E. That's um, right. let's see. Oh, oh, yeah. There is a there's another favorite of mine, an Intercontinental Gauntlet match, but it was for the number one contender spot. That's right. They had someone who's going to face Shinsuke Nakamura. Who would it be? It was an interesting Gauntlet match. 
I was, I don't know, like, who are you going for in that match? I thought, Ri- I thought Ri- they had me. I thought Ricochet was going to win. I really thought that, too. I was so happy Ricochet won and take they beat Nakamura. I'll be happy for that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was the plan. That, that was what we had going forward. forward. But Sami Zayn. Vince likes Sammy, so you know he was going to win that when he came out. Yeah, Sammy's getting a lot of TV time, and Sammy is doing a great job. Uh, so he is going to have to take out Rick Boogs and Sinsuke Nakamura coming up next week on the New Year's New Year's Eve edition of Raw, of uh, SmackDown. That's right. It's going to be – it's on a Friday. I forgot. Freaking day one's on Saturday. Has to be pre-taped. Has to be. Oh, yeah. They're not going to fly them down. And has to be. Has to be pre-taped. Like like this week was pre-taped. Yeah, there is no way they're going to be showing that. It's like, okay, guys, get in the plane. You guys got yeah, – Yeah. Plus plus the fact that people aren't going to go to a wrestling show on New Year's Eve. No, they'd be at the club or bar or at a house party or something. Yeah. What I'd be doing. <laughs> so there, exactly. there's, there's no hope of that, but they will be there New Year's Day. Um, right. Rocking, so uh, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I saw the, the day one tickets are kind of struggling. I saw that. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough sell. It is a tough sell because you're going up against a lot of football. And, and New a Year's lot, Day, people are not sober. <laughs> and, a lot of, and a lot of people in Georgia who will be who will be completely exhausted from the University of Georgia versus the University of Michigan game. That is, that's a big game too. That's like Georgia people like, you know, people like wrestling, but UGA, you know, that's our team. People are going to try to go for that. Georgia I, football is religion in the state of Georgia. It's religion. That's right. Cause I don't want to miss that game. I'll be watching it. So it's kind of hard sell. Like I wish Debbie would have done it for like a Monday night raw or something. Oh no, but. Oh, no, no. It's the day before it's the 31st. But about I'm just saying that people would be will be up so late because that game oh, doesn't yeah. that game doesn't start till uh, eight o'clock Eastern time. So that yeah. game probably will not end till like eleven thirty midnight. And you're asking people to be able to recover. Yeah, in, that's in cool. time. Yeah, people won't be because it's midnight strikes. People will be like, "Let's go out. We're out at the, at the bars," and then like people won't get home until like seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so yeah. that, that's a tough sell. Like. Also, what WWE's doing now, they're, they've never done it before. They offer, like, buy one, get one, half-off tickets to get people to come. Yeah, and uh, hopefully they'll be able to pack as many people in there as they can. But first-time pay-per-view, no brand status name attached to it. Good card, though. Good card. Yeah, good card. It's just gonna be hard to get the people out there. I had some wrestling fans at my gym. They was like, I was like, you guys gonna go to day one? They're like, I don't know. We'd be sober enough to get there. <laughs> yeah, They're younger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it's so. a big. It is a big drinking holiday um, it, coming up here next next Friday. That's right. I'm not. A, I'm not a drinker anymore. But back in New Year's Day, we all saw what goes down. People go out and party. So let's hope WWE could sell the tickets they want, or maybe maybe get a good decent house. Yeah. I mean, we have Charlotte. Charlotte versus uh, Tony Storm will pack the house. That's right. I hope Tony Storm would take it because I always say this: Vince will Vince will make you look good as long as you make him look good, like he does for Charlotte. But Tony Storm in a legit wrestling shoot could tie Charlotte Flair in a knot because this girl knows strong style. Like she wrestled all in Japan, Ring of Honor. She knows how to take hard hits and give them back. So that's what I'm kind of 
think it's kind of funny watching those two go out. Everybody knows Tony Storm is a legit person that could really tie up Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be interesting, even though that uh, she lost to her clean on um, uh, on Friday. Yeah. But you know that that doesn't mean I mean that doesn't mean that she won't that uh, Tony Storm won't make it up and win at uh, at day one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it usually just sign- signifies that yeah, Charlotte is a little bit higher on the pegging order right now. Oh, of course, in WWE, Charlotte Flair is number one. Outside WWE, not so much. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, and then, Sasha is she wrestling that night? I don't think so. I don't think so. Sasha's on the card. No, no, not yet. Not yet, but it, you know, you never know. We still got, we still got one more episode left. That is true, and one more SmackDown. I think it's a short card they have so far. Yeah, there'll there'll be some there'll be some other matches added this week. I'm sure. Yeah, at least they got a streaming on Peacock where people can get out their couch. They can watch it there. <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna say, speaking of Royal Rumble, because that's the 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 pay per view next. Do they literally have physically enough wrestlers to compete in the Royal Rumble? Well, we got we, they close. They bring their got their rosters. They got their guys. They're gonna bring some people NXT, and they're gonna bring some legends back. So maybe they do. Even though there's some now flight restrictions stuff is good happening again, but I feel like they might be able to pull it off because they tend to do this last minute. As they Carlito did. would say. <laughs> they did say that the only way that uh, even like the video game, the 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 two K twenty two K two K twenty two, uh huh, to have uh like because they fired a hundred, uh, they fired a hundred and thirty people in two yeah. years. That's how many wrestlers they've let go. Uh, so they've had to keep as long that for the for the video game purposes, every wrestler who was on contract under contract when they started the video game. Uh-huh. They're on. They're on the game. That is true. They're still on the game. So that's the. That, I don't know. They might. I don't know if they could bring them back for one day of payday. I don't oh, know. But. Oh no 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 no. That, that's definitely not. <laughs> oh, I guess not. So no. they get they get residuals for that game then. Oh yeah yeah. They already got paid. You get you get paid the second the second. Uh, they they put your name and likeness into the game. Oh, that's perfect. So they got paid for that game. So, well, at least they're gonna redo the game. We're gonna see past wrestlers in the game now <laughs> yeah so but to, to to go to the royal rumble to, to to do this what i was saying is that throughout the rosters like i, I watched raw and i watched smackdown another another person who i forgot was there was drew gulak who who got kicked in the face by sheamus and was eliminated in the yep. match so they are going to have to pull you're going to have to go get the seven people that are still in 205 live right Mm-hmm. All, your entire raw roster minus your champions, yep. Minus your champions and your entire SmackDown roster minus your champions, yep. And a couple picks from NXT, <laughs> and a couple dudes from NXT. I still don't think that's thirty wrestlers. You got to bring some legends in. That's the only way to do it. legends or former WWE superstars. That's the only way that you're going to pull it all. I mean, think about the guys that maybe you can get Carlito. Yeah, I Carly. Mean, okay. I, you you got to have MVP, maybe Booker T. Yeah, Booker T. Maybe Kevin Nash needs to let him. Maybe Nash will come out there. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, Kevin Nash or um, Goldberg. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah, I guess Goldberg is on the. Maybe they might have to go back and get Undertaker. Kane. Yeah, get Undertaker. Maybe a surprise entrance by Cena. You never know. They need they need stars in the Rumble. This is the Royal or, Rumble. Or 
Or they use some of those NIL kids that they just signed. Oh God, no! <laughs> they're gonna hurt. They're gonna get hurt so fast in that match. So I, I have I have been mulling over this NIL thing. Um, I, number one, I do love it for the kids. I, I do love it for the kids because I do think that every single every single college athlete who has ever done college athletics, you are they give you they give you money for school. That's great. You know they pay for mm-hmm. your education, pay for your books, pay for your room and board. Mm-hmm. But you are not allowed to make money off of yourself. You, you just can't up until this year. You just can't. Mm-hmm. So you have somebody who, um, so let's just say my quarterback, David Green, for University of Georgia. He uh-huh. played at University of Georgia for three years. They were selling his jersey in the bookstore. He did not get one dime off of those jerseys that were sold in the bookstore. Yeah, um, that's kind of wrong. When, like, that's your name and you can't take it. Like, that's the only thing I nitpick at college athletes. Like, they, they should get at least something from it. They should have. They should have. But you have – However long college sports has been going on, that's the way it's always been. Mm-hmm. That you, that everybody can benefit from your name and likeness except for you. Everyone yeah. at the school could, could benefit from your name and likeness. WWE has taken it upon themselves to be like, look, we're going to put you under contract. We're going to pay you. We're going to train you. We just want you to show up and do some appearances, which I am more than happy with. And like I said, some of them, like, like the majority of them, won't make it. They just won't because oh, no, they're, no, no, no. number one, they're playing, they're playing their sport. And I was going to say that college, college athletics is a, is a, is like full-time job, full-time. Yeah. It is, it is year round. You are, you're either in class or you're practicing or you're playing period. Mm-hmm. That That's what you do. But for them to, to reach out to these, these kids who have uh, an interest in doing this and to say, Hey, you know, we'll be here. Just keep doing your thing, and we'll talk later. But we want to we want to kind of put you on retainer, I guess you would say, put you on retainer. So if you decide that you want that this is something that you want to pr- pursue, you come to us. Yeah, I see. Yeah, like you said too. Like it is cool for them to have some outlet. Like if they don't make the NFL or where they want to go, they got this door open. Uh, to me, like the people who's going to make it are the wrestlers that are going to make it. I say they're the top people that are going to make it past the past all that and i know daddy look at different people like those two twins trying to make them the bella twins cool they're cute good social media following of course that's what a WWE trial wants is a big social media following i found out some insight about the tryouts too so and um yeah they just they just had another round of them in december that's what i was saying the royal rumble they, they were like well we gotta <laughs> we fought we got rid of all these people we gotta fill all these spots yeah. um that is, I was like, yeah, they're, they've hyped up the trial. Remember, they used to do trials once a year. Yeah, they, they now they're now they're going to do it every quarter. They're going to have trials every single quarter. So spring quarter, fall quarter, summer quarter, they're going to have four trials a year. And you know what I found about those trials? They're not like the most. They're not the fair trials. And like I don't call them real trials because the way they do certain things, like cool, you got people social media following other college athletes, but when you get legit wrestlers into the tryout. I saw like um, when they you could try out if you were in independence and stuff, but the women like women will get more scrutinized than men. What I saw like if you're uh, thirty and above and not pretty, they won't look at you. And that for is, guys, that is a very that is a very interesting that is a very interesting quote. So if yes. you're thirty and above and not pretty, 
Yep, that's one of the things. It was on Wrestle Talk as well, okay. and, and like, and for men, it's it's the height thing. It's like you should not like six foot on on over six foot and and have mu- athletic muscular frame. They won't look at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I, I get get that because you know they're trying to sell you to an audience. That's what they, that's what it is. They're trying to sell you to an audience. Um, that doesn't have the the wherewithal because because you, you got to understand as you know wrestling is a very visual business it is it is presentation makes so much of a difference uh, when you're coming in there so but there but the, what you're saying is there there've been but in in wrestling there have been so many exceptions to that rule Big E's not six foot tall yeah now he Except- came in. Earlier ages, though. Yeah, Xavier's not six foot tall. So, so there have been exceptions in the past that have come but in. This who is have, the new now. This is this is their new system. This is but the new now. way they're doing things from now on. Yeah, right now this is it's on Russell Talk as well. They explained it more in depth, but this is what they're looking for: guys who are six above six foot and muscular, basically in good shape, and women who are not th- like oh, like thirty. I think. Not 30 or over 30, and they got to be, you know, good looking. And, like, the one thing they point out, and, and also Russell Stark covered this too, what's that new girl NXT? She's, she's new, and she's super cute, and she's, like, 25 years old. Tiffany, uh, Tiffany Stratton? I think that, but she's feuding with um, – she's going to feud with Mandy Rose, I think. Mm. That's, she, not I think the, that's not the daddy's credit card girl, is it? No, it's another one. She, looks, she's, she has that, like, a teeny bopper thing to her. She, she, I don't know. Oh, if she's Cor- Is that Cora Jade? Is that the girl with the skateboard? I think that's her. Yes, they said they, they they're pushing her because she's young, and it's kind of weird how they WWE, but she appeals. She could appeal to our older uh, male adults, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean that 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 is that is hundred percent true. It is. It is. They're having some demographic issues over there at NXT where they want a younger the, the the guys who or the people who are watching it are kind of like older ish kind of, and yes. they do want they do want to attract younger viewers, so they want to get younger talent. Yeah, because right now the NXT viewership are like older men, and that's what they they laugh and like her. It's like, hey, she could appeal to these men, and they'll keep watching because of her, which is kind of weird, but. That's what sells, I guess. Yeah, it it is. It is in uh in in that. But yeah, no, it, it is a it is a very physical uh appearance based business. It's a cosmetic business, as I like to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not so much as uh some other sports um where it's based on merit you know can you do the job or can you not regardless of how you look like nfl <laughs> yeah the nfl i mean if you if you're fast you're fast no matter how tall you're tall you are or how much you weigh period yeah. if you if you can do the job they'll give you they'll give you a shot now <clears throat> being six foot two 240 pounds will get you in the door a lot faster than anything else oh that, yeah that, that will get you in the door but if you can't play, then that's not going to do you any any good. Exactly. Like like WWE doesn't care for that. And like they just go for the look. But like NFL, yeah, you look great. But can you perform? No. Okay. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Because they can't make money off of you. Yeah. <laughs> it goes for all the other sports too, like basketball. You don't have to be super tall, but if you could play, you know, you're good. <laughs> yeah, you're good. 
Mm-hmm. So, so WWE is is trying to re reimagine themselves from this point forward, and yeah. to try try to to become something else. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't look great, but this is what they want. So they're going to see how this works. Yeah, I'm interested to see uh, that uh, not Gable, not Gable Stevenson, but his brother, who they also signed to an NL NIL deal. He made mm-hmm. his first uh, appearance on. Uh, the uh, what's the show? Um, not two hundred five live, but the one that comes on the other one that comes on Peacock. Uh, the bump? No, no, it's a, it's a wrestling show. Uh, I gotta watch Peacock more often. Yeah, <laughs> no, I I just saw it. I didn't watch the match, but he had his first match. Wow, already? Isn't he still in college? Yeah, he is. He's still in college. Oh wow! I was surprised yeah. he's still having his first match. Yeah, man, they're trying to get their 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 Royal Rumble. They need. They're like, look, man, we got to get you ready. We we only have we only have twenty seven wrestlers on the roster total. So 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 his brother, the gold medalist, is not there yet. No, his brother his brother is under under nil contract, but uh, his uh, but his younger but his younger brother, who is also a wrestler, signed a deal. Because uh, they were like, your brother's not ready yet. Um, okay, we get you for now. Yeah, yeah, they just. <laughs> They just want to get in there. They they could be the next Steiner brothers. They could be, even though they have a Steiner. But yeah, they, they could be the next Steiner brothers. They do. I definitely think Braun uh, Braun um, Breaker will make a uh, might make a Royal Rumble appearance. Oh, he has to. He's the top guy in NXT. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He might uh, he might get in there and throw out some people. So it is a very interesting uh, viewpoint vantage point of how they have. Uh, how they have aligned themselves with everything. Um, also, uh, to, to end this, what did you think of the, the Young Rock Christmas special? I actually enjoyed it. it. It was a good Christmas special, and I liked the message it had at the end. So that was it was great. It was a great Young Rock episode. How about you? Yeah, yeah it was very well done. Very well done, Young Rock episode of how um, to go through all the to finally see one thing that we didn't get. We finally got to see all the versions of, of, of Dwayne Johnson, the little kid version, the high school version, and the college football player version all mm-hmm. together in, uh, in, one, uh, in one show. I like it how DJ decided to make himself look super cool by having them all surround him. It's like, that's us when we grow up? Man, we're jacked. Look at yeah. us. <laughs> you will. <yeah>, he would. <laughs> and uh, Miss Elizabeth also made her uh, debut. Oh, I was gonna cry when I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> Miss Elizabeth, that was, was which was pretty cool. So, so yeah, so wrapped it up. That was a great Christmas episode mm-hmm. of uh, of Young Rock. I'm bummed though because it's not coming back for a while. Probably not till this um, summer. Yeah, they're still finishing up production, so they should be done soon. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll get it out by summer. That is right. Hopefully by summer. <laughs> I I enjoy that show. Yeah. And Titan Games will come back and get me on there finally. Yeah. <laughs> whenever they want, whenever they're going to start. <laughs> yeah, they're, well, I was going to say Omnicron has probably put a little bit of a damper on that. Ah, uh, come on, guys. I've been waiting for, well, pandemic time. What, two years? Has it been two yeah, years? It's been two years. It was, uh, yeah. I was going to say, we got, uh, we got the notice to go down and do the, uh, do the testing for it probably about the end of January. Holy crap, it's been that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been two years. So it was oh 2019 going into 2020. Oh, my God. And I'm still it was, waiting. The first, it was the first month of 2020, actually. 
I remember I remember you called me on set and you were exhausted that day. So, yeah, yeah, because I was suffering from COVID. That too, I remember you <laughs> and doing that stuff. Yeah, I had, had COVID <laughs> as I was facing off of. I, I always joke. I, I joke about um, with uh, with Steve and a couple uh, other people now that even then I was I was at least fifteen years older than everybody who was yeah. down there. At least fifteen. I think Kristen was probably the Kristen was probably the closest to my age. She was probably a, she was like probably twenty nine at that point, twenty nine, twenty eight. Um, but yeah, I thought it was I thought it was like man, these kids are just kicking my tail. But but now it was COVID. It was COVID. So cool. so you, there you go. It wasn't him. It was COVID. Yeah, I was giving them all they could handle with my my thirty three percent lung capacity. There you go. Times it by ten, and then multiply by Steiner math. Yeah. And, yeah but we're, if, we're talking. Go. Go ahead. But uh, but I was joking with him. It's like it still wouldn't help me climb. So the climbing yeah. part. Yeah. So COVID had nothing to do with the climbing part. You told me you don't like heights. Don't like it. Don't like it. But but yeah yeah. You know how to be crossbones in a sport. Make it high. Yeah. Just make it, <laughs> yeah. Just put some stuff up there. Put some ladders in there. And uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> But but no no they'll get they'll get back to it. Hopefully we'll we'll beat this pandemic. We'll come up with some more uh, some more um, medicine and uh, we'll get it behind us and we'll get back to normal. I can't wait. And uh, next season, Titan Games, I'm ready. That's what our buddy Steve was saying. Was saying like, hey, is Titan Games back on? Because I could vouch for you as you want. I was like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we will find one day when Titan yeah. Games will come back. Yeah. <laughs> all right so we got any questions all right you want to start with wrestling movies or fitness first uh let's go with talk some fitness we haven't we haven't touched on fitness and this is this is about to be super fitness time coming up first of the year i know this is what we're going to talk about new year's resolution people what is the best advice you would give to somebody who's about to start their fitness journey and getting into the gym for the first time get a dietitian is that it that's it if you get a dietitian first to hammer out your diet and to get your nutrition on, online, then, then the rest of it's easy. Because if you're just trying to lose weight, 80% of that's going to be your food intake and what you're eating. So if you identify that first, if you fix that first, mm-hmm. you can do anything you want on the fitness side, you're going to lose weight. That's right. Fitness, even in the strength part, people who want to put on size and muscle. Okay. Yeah, and get a good strength program too. Is you're gonna do a strength program and get size on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Another another thing. Have you ever heard of somebody of a girl saying that somebody's too jacked? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that that is something that I was not aware of existed until recently. That is a that is a new term or new thing that I have seen and I have heard and that has been brought to my attention. Too, I, a girl said that to me on a date one time. Too jacked. Too jacked. <laughs> too jacked. Oh, yeah. I can't believe that. I can't believe you never heard of that phrase before. No, no, but I'm old. So, oh, I, <laughs> so, so it's just something that hadn't come up. So it's, it's mostly the younger, younger people, like, like 20, 20s and mid 20s, late 20s. So, so yeah, that is, that is, like, that what? is, a, that is, that is a thing. That is a thing now. I heard jacked. that was such a long time. A girl told me that on the day one time. Hey, you're too jacked. Did you see my training partner crossbones yet? <laughs> no, no, I, yeah, no. I guess I just haven't. I haven't. I haven't. In uh, it hasn't happened 
to me or uh, nobody's ever said it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I did see a, a link and somebody I brought it to um, a friend of mine's attention. is like, yeah, that's the thing. They say two jacks. Two jacks. That, so, 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 so if you're younger than me, do not overdo it on your synth program or you will be two jacks. You'll be put in the two jacks category. Two jack category. <laughs> so that's a phrase that actually I was familiar with that for a while. <laughs> so I was hey, and I did ask, I was like, so what is not two jack? What is your perfect? And they're like, hook. And I was like, oh, hook, of course. Of course, oh. hook. Hook is. <laughs> is hook? Average? <laughs> yeah. Like hook, they're like, hook, hook, hook is not two jack. Hook is, they say hook is the perfect level of jack. I was like, I can't do it. I can't. Do that. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. I gotta drop so much weight to look like that. Yeah. All right. So uh, next, next question. All right. Fitness or movie? Uh, let's go another fitness. Another fitness movie. Okay. Um, approaching a strength and conditioning program. What about like? What should you? How should I say this? How do you prep your body and mind going to a brand new strength and conditioning program? Uh, open-minded. Um, there's probably going to be a lot of stuff that, that you are currently aren't doing and you just attack it. I mean, it's one thing to, uh, if you've been doing one thing for a long time, you know, you mm-hmm. can only benefit by doing something different. And, you know, if it doesn't work, just go back to the older, old stuff that, that you were doing before, but you do have to give it time. You do have to give it a, a couple months. I was going to say probably about three or four months. Mm-hmm. Can so I be, look- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was, I was gonna say evolution is evolution. Changing your body is a very hard time. It, it takes a lot of time to do it, so you can't judge a strength program even in the first two to three months. You're probably go- not really going to get the full benefit of it for another six to twelve months. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like you get like like you talk about change it up a lot. Like people, the younger kids at my gym talk, talk to me like about my training and stuff like that, and they want to do something different. It's like you don't have to like. Like say that you like the classic split on a bench, on the chest, legs, back, or something like that. What about a push and pull day? Like a, you know, a push and pull day, leg, something like that. Change it up. You could, you could throw in that little extra bit of spice right there, and it could benefit you. Or if it doesn't, like you said, go back to what you were doing. It doesn't yeah. take much. No, it does not. It does okay. not. And is Crosswell eating pop rocks right now? I, I hear sizzling. Is that Pop Rocks? That's this delicious Pop Rocks. Wow, ah, Pop Rocks. Crossman loves his Pop Rocks. <laughs> yeah, All no, right. So, so now, look. Still no spoilers. No, 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 you didn't see Spider Man yet? No, I didn't see it. Oh, crap. Okay, we can't talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't, we can't, we can't, we don't do spoilers, though. So, we, I mean, it's, it's just one of these things. Yeah, there's, so many, there's so many spoilers. Yeah, don't you go online? It's already out. Oh crap! Okay, we can't talk about that one. Okay, let's talk about the um, uh, what is it? Um, the Hawkeye series, all of it. What do you think from start to finish? I thought it was great. I thought they That's- did a, a great job um, giving you almost everything that you wanted. They they really did. They they took a character that is <laughs> is on the Avenger scale, no powers, you know, shoots bow and arrows, that type of thing. And they, they took that character and then they they kind of gave him even more life, even more of a backstory. I thought it was really well done. And introduced uh, Kate Bishop. Uh, uh, Haley. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kate Bishop and Kingpin, yes. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't. 
spoiler. No, it's already out. People saw it already. Yeah, not everybody. Oh, they did. Um, okay, then, then, then forget what I said. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could tell you uh, something like it's not in the show or anything because they had to. Um, they couldn't film it. So, like, say that you, you did. You saw. You remember what happened after the credits, right? Oh, the uh, yeah, the Rogers musical. Yeah, technically that wasn't supposed to be the ending. Technically, because they didn't have because the COVID restrictions, all this stuff happened, and the guy who played Daredevil had other moral obligations. He was supposed to be in the ending of of Hawkeye, introducing him in there. They're about to work that dude to death. Yeah, no, they no, already no. are. It already started. That's why he couldn't do the Hawkeye thing. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so he's about to. Uh... The Daredevil dude's about to be in a lot of things. Yeah, because that's what he said. Like he couldn't. Have, he was already in other Marvel productions, so he they couldn't fly him out to this one because he was already booked. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's right now as we're speaking right now. He could be on the movie set. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to them getting more into uh, more back into that. Um, but yeah, we'll, yeah, we're gonna see. I'm I'm very much looking forward to to uh, the Devil of Hell's Kitchen. That's right. Me too. And I got a last wrestling one for you. Okay. All right. Since the new year's approaching and the year's about to be up, maybe we get one more podcast before the year's up, but we're going to get this one out the way. So I wrote this down. <laughs> so breakout wrestler um, of the year, match of the year, worst match of the year. Those three for now. Wow. Wow. That's, that's okay. So first, first review, Matt. Go ahead. Yep, we got the superstar, uh, got superstar of the year, match of the year, and worst match of the year. Uh, probably superstar of the year. I'm just going to give it to Roman Reigns. All right, that sounds yeah. fair. Yeah, it's Roman Reigns. He he's done the he's done he definitely has done the most this year. Um, match of the match of the year. Uh, I'm going to give it to uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it to Xavier Woods winning the King of the Ring tournament. All right, that's a good yeah. one. I thought that was an incredible match. I, I thought that was one of the best matches that he's that he's had in his career. So I'm going to give him match of the year. And what's the last one? Uh, worst match of the year. Worst match of the year. Oh, let's see. What is the worst match of the year? <sighs> These are thinkers because it's been a long year. Yeah, it has been a long year. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to think about. I'm still thinking about mine right now. <laughs> okay. So when uh, when Drew McIntyre beat Gold, well, Drew, Drew McIntyre beat Braun Strowman. Hmm. Yeah, that that was bad. I didn't like that one. And he beat Braun Strowman. You don't like that one? Yeah, that that's my worst match of the year. Oh, okay. Mine or, was, or was, or was, or was it, no, that was two years ago. That was two years ago. That's WrestleMania. Okay, so I got to find one from this year. I, I'm going to tell you, I enjoy wrestling, so it's very hard. Yes. What match was bad? I can just think of, I can just tell you what matches I don't like. Maybe like also, um, you don't have to think back too far, like the ones that you could think of. Um, okay. Da, 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 da. Worst match, worst match, worst match mm-hmm. of the year. Um,. Let's go, let's go with that Apollo Crews versus Big E 
like symbols ma- like the like the whatever street fight they- oh okay i remember what you said i forgot about that so that was bad. With the, yeah that <laughs> yeah that was a bad one yeah that was a bad one okay yeah that was bad because i forgot all about that <laughs> yeah all right uh your turn all right, I go with Roman because he, you know, he's right now at the top of the game. I agree with that. Roman met superstar of the year, best match of the uh, match of the year. Uh, that's a, that that's the one I was been thinking of all day, and it's hard to find the match of the year. Um, oh, I guess there's been so many of them. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to say like match of the year. There've been so many. This year's been crazy with crazy matches. Yeah, it's been a ton. Yeah, because I do because you know I do enjoy Goldberg. His match was Bobby as well, but uh, match of the years. Um, let's see. Uh, I have to go with what's that one? Um, the um, the Drew and Roman feud. I have to go with that one off the top of my head. Okay, Drew and Roman. Yeah, that's the one. Let's change this later. That's the one I can think of right now. <laughs> and the worst one. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. The worst one. I want to say. Mm. Worst match of the year. Uh, it's hard to think of that. There's been quite a few. <laughs> uh, worst match of the year. Um, anything to vote. Why don't we know how you say anything to vote with uh, Barry Corbin and, Rod- and that and his tag partner? <laughs> Madcap, Madcap Moss. And all his jokes. It's not a match, but all the, everything that involves those two right now. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are the worst. Yeah, those those even those bad one liner jokes, those things are terrible. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those are the, those are mine for now. Unless they change later, the next one. But those are mine for now. Roman was still number one, though. <laughs> Roman was still number one. All right. Oh, the the other match we, that we left off is Drew McIntyre versus uh, Madcap Moss at day one. Oh God, <laughs> I'm guessing sure that's going to be a pre-tape one, pre tape one, pre show. <laughs> Yeah, yeah in, that, in my last 20 seconds. Yeah, that, 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 that's not believable. Even though Mac played played ball, but he ain't, uh, the name is not that big enough to be Drew. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, no, it is not. No. Um, and, and it's kind of – I do like the uh, – I, I, one of the, the reasons we were talking about earlier, the, uh, the, the brand split and how the shows have kind of split ways. Mm-hmm. Obvious thing for them to do is put Roman versus Drew McIntyre. That is that's the most obvious thing for them to do. But they have not done it yet because I guess they they have so much time to do it that they're just going to save it and just put it closer to the end. That's why save it after the Brock and Roman feud is over. Then bring then bring Drew back in. Right, right, right. right. Which is smart. Yeah, it is. It is. I think that's definitely the way to go. As I agree that 100. percent You don't want three jacked up muscle guys. But yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. they're all two jacks. Everybody in WWE is two jack. Falls into the two jacks category. That's right. It's your Roman Drew or Bobby or any of those guys. You guys are two jack now. I mean, it's like, have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen Batista? Have you seen Rock? Have you seen any of these people? They're all two jacks. Two jacks. Like, two jack. A term that I heard a long time ago, which Carlos just heard up. <laughs> two jacks. I just found out about it. I just found out about two jacks in. Uh, yeah, I feel like a kid. <laughs> that's my term of twenty. my term of twenty twenty one. Is two jacks. Twenty two jack. A term I heard in the early two thousands. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, no, I just, I just wasn't in the right circles. All right, so that is a wrap for us. For uh, we will be back soon, possibly after uh, Raw on Monday. So you might get another episode on Tuesday to uh, to kind of catch back up on uh, on what is going to be happening going into day one from the Raw side, and then we'll hit side, and then maybe even might hit you again on New Year's to recap day one. Be a very nice. busy week. I'm off this week, so we got time. Oh yeah, he's off on work this week, so he finally has time. <laughs> finally has time. Finally has, has some free time. All That's right, bad. so this is. Uh, oh, also, everybody who opened up their BAM hammers on Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. Enjoy your BAM hammers. Keep hammering away. www.bamfhammer.com. That is right. Great purchase. Merry Christmas to the BAM Hammer Crew. Yes, indeed. All right, so take it home, Beretta. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the Banging Clanging Podcast, sports podcast episodes. We, we're glad that you guys are here with us. Hope you guys had a very, very Christmas. And don't forget to keep training hard. Stay on your diets. No matter what, train hard, even if, even if it's past New Year's. And continue to support the Banging and Clanging Podcast crew. Tell everybody about us. Like, subscribe. Like the Instagram page. Subscribe to the Instagram page. Look on YouTube for the clanging and banging part of the, the, the podcast where you can see voices, the faces, see the crazy workouts we do. And you can see the craziest, as, as Crossbones pronounced, the Banff Hammer. See the crazy workouts with those. He gave you the spelling. Don't forget to check those out as well. And as always, we have Crossbones here whose arms will carry over to 2022. I'm too jacked. He is too jacked, ladies and gentlemen. Allegedly. Allegedly too jacked. And I'm Blake Beretta. He's more jacked than me, so I could call him too jacked. And I could be jacked. <laughs> and I am Blake Beretta, jacked and too jacked. We'd like to visit, visit, wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. And Crosswell, anything else to add? Uh, no, that's it. Uh, enjoy your week. Enjoy your week, and we'll catch you in the next exciting episode of the Banging and Clanging Sports Podcast. Good night.